Let's talk basketball on this Thursday morning in the News Limited papers this morning. The Logue Down column with Matty Logue touches on the Hawks battle um, to get their club, their foundation club, out of the crisis that they're in. And Matty Logue joins us on the line. Good morning, Logie. Thank you for having me, Matty. Uh, thanks for your time, mate. What, what's going on at the Hawks? So we know that they're trying to find... Well, they've got an interim coach at the moment, but as you point out in the opening paragraph of your story this morning, they may be a foundation club, but they're in crisis, and it's unclear who steps up to become their saviour. So where are they at? Yeah, Matty, it's, it's a real shame. As I said, they're the, the only remaining foundation club who have played every season since 79. Obviously, the Bullets are foundation as well. But look... When they had Brian Gorge and Matty, uh, what, 2020, between 2020 and 2022, they made the finals two years straight. Obviously, Brian Gorge is there. We all know his resume. But the club was successful on and off the court. In the two years preceding Gorgian's departure, Jacob Jacomas has come in. He's a young guy that had mostly experience as an assistant, but he stepped up into the hot seat. And unfortunately, the club, the Hawks, have experienced their worst two-year span in club, in club history, including last year, Matty, where they were... They, they had a record, um, you know, losing record, uh, the worst in club history. And then off the court, look, they're just, there's no major sponsor. They're struggling to get some sort of corporate interest, despite having a, a quite wealthy owner. And um, it sort of led to the point where they've had to activate on Jacob, as you mentioned. And they're trying to get an experienced coach, but there are a number of coaches who are, who are saying, look, I'm not interested. That's Gorge. Um, there's others around the scenes. And I've just broken on the um, on News Corp's web, websites on Code Sports that Joey Wright, former championship-winning Brisbane Bullets coach from 2007, he was also approached, and he also said very quickly no. So it leaves wow. the Hawks, Matty, in a situation where they want, they want an experienced coach. And Trevor Gleeson, five-time championship-winning coach, he's also in the mix, but... He, I'm told he's not convinced and there's no offer at this point, but there may be an offer coming for Trevor, but whether or not he does it, because he's still being um, paid by the Toronto Raptors. So they're in a really interesting situation. There is some interest, Matty, I must quickly say, where uh, Judd Flavel, he's a former assistant coach at the Phoenix and the Breakers and even at the New Zealand national team. And he, he, he is actually interested. He's the first coach to actually say, put me in my hat in the, in, in the, in, in the mix. I'm, I'm definitely keen. Right. In the meantime, it's Justin Tatum's job, right? So he's there in the interim. I'm interested to know, Logie, um, the NBL has been going gangbusters, and we've spoken about it often, and and everything's been tracking in the right direction. Yet here at the Hawks, it just seems to, as, as you well put it, they've just slipped on and off the court. So I'm wondering how the NBL, the way that it's been running itself, and and ticking all the boxes has has kind of let this happen on their watch. It's not their it's not their cl- I mean it's their club, but they don't own it. But how how has this sort of no. snuck snuck up on them? Yeah, it's a really good question, Matty. And I, and I guess because essentially, as you mentioned, the club is is owned by someone. If it's not owned by the league, um, there was a period there where the league came in and helped when it, I mean, it was lit, the club like was liquidated and almost like folded and. We've seen all that. They've had the name change. But my understanding is, Matty, that league officials are watching this very closely. Like, they're, they're, they're not happy because they... Um, Larry hasn't really... Doesn't want a team to go under, particularly a foundation club. So he's determined to see everything rise. Um, but it, it's going to take a bit, of, a bit of an effort. And, look, if it doesn't improve and if things don't improve on and off the court, then I, I, I think, we, you know, we may see the NBL at some point come in but they can't just come in like you know there's got to be 
some reason because at the moment everything's being paid and the bills are being paid. But, geez, it's, it's a very much watch this situation, Matty, because the, the NBL will be expanding in the next, you know, next couple of years. You know, I'm told, you know, reliably, you've still got Canberra on the radar. We've heard Darwin recently. There's even a potential for Newcastle. So, you know, the reality is the Hawks, while they're foundation, they are regional. And if the yeah. results are not there in a national competition, then it is concerning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm thinking, you know, that that regional aspect. I mean, is there, is there something wrong with the game within the Illawarra itself? And, and perhaps does that frame what expansion may look like? But they've got a lot to try and sort out. I haven't seen what happened in the WNBL grand final rematch between Townsville and Southside on Saturday night, but mm-hmm. I... I did see the reports that there was trouble with the Nine Now streaming service. So what happened there? Yeah, so my understanding is that it um, Michelle Tim's notice it. Hopeful's great. She was on by the television um, and the app by the television, and it, it just the last final seconds just just flacked out. It just it was just Ugh. stopped, and so she missed out on that. Apparently, people on their phones could still see it. Um, we've since spoken to the league, WNBL, and um, Basketball Australia, and you know, they're determined, they've acknowledged, you know, the, what happened and they're determined to fix it. Um, so let, let's hope that, that, you know, and it will happen. Um, as we've seen, sometimes there are mistakes. But, you know, the WNBL is, in a, you know, the longest serving, you know, women's competition in this country and it, and it deserves, you know, all the coverage and, and the best of the coverage that it can get. So I think it was just thought that people were disappointed, Maddie, and when mm. Michelle Tim stands up and says, I just want to watch my, my, my basketball, then you've got to listen, don't you? <laughs> when, yeah, when Timsy speaks, you listen. So is, <laughs> is the WNBL's coverage provided by the league like the NBL's coverage is? I mean, it's, a, it's essentially what we call a host feed, um, or is, it done, is it, it done through a broadcaster? Yeah, it's, it's done. Uh, my understanding is it's done through a broadcaster, a streaming um, service. The WNBL will like play a role, but I think it's done through a streaming service as opposed to, to the league. And then it also goes on ESPN. Mm. There's games on ESPN as well. So, um, and it's great. Nine now, you know, and Channel Nine established, you know, it's great that they're, you know, that they're, they're in there and they're, they're covering games. You know, we all have fond memories, Matty, of the ABC back in the day. Like, you know, yeah. WNBL on the ABC was the, the sport within its prime years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you never know what's going to happen on the streaming platforms, mate. I mean, it's honestly, I've lived that, that nightmare at it times. Is. And it, yeah, sometimes, honestly, you can, you can have people say, hey, I didn't get it on my, or I got a big black spot on my, on my TV, but I didn't get it on my phone. Or I got it on my phone, but it didn't pop up on my TV. Or I got it through my Foxtel box, but I didn't on my free to air. And you go, ah, give me, give me 12 months and I'll try and get to the bottom of that problem. You know, it's just, Sort of technology, but um, yeah, interesting stuff. Good on you, Logie. Good to catch up, mate. Thanks for all of that. We'll watch with interest what happens at the Hawks in particular. Thanks for your time this morning. Pleasure, Matty. Matt Logue there from News Limited. So continues to stay across that Illawarra Hawks situation. Stay online at Code Sports and you can catch all the latest info or the Logue Down column in the News Limited papers today. 0457 736 736 is the text line. You can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL live on ESPN. You, honestly, you, you never know which way your problem's going to, or where your problem's going to come from in broadcasting and especially in streaming. And then when it happens, sometimes you don't know why it happened or <laughs> from, from which source it happened. 
And you spend so much time trying to figure that out. Because you're like, hang on a second, did somebody pull a cable out? And if so, why did it go that way but not the other way? Ugh. It's, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, gee, we're, we're, we're just smashing up Greg here um, from Gundy. We're, <laughs> we're not in the business of smash-ups. There's a bit of fun going on. By the way, Junior Smithy says, here in Western Sydney, we've got enough infrastructure to host the Commonwealth Games. Junior Smithy, I'll give you a tip. Won't be happening in Sydney. Um, they held the Youth Commonwealth Games in Trinidad and Tobago. While all this was going on, Right, while all this Victorian stuff was going on, they had a youth Commonwealth Games in Trinidad and Tobago. And so the infrastructure's there. So why don't I just roll in the twenty twenty six Commonwealth Games, the grown up version if you want to put it like that, into Trinidad and Tobago. Like it's there. Surely their main their first port of call is to make sure that the Com Games gets up and running. If not in 26, then 27. I'd say it's more than likely 27. In fact, I'd say it's right now. It's more than likely never. But if you're going to get it up and running, you're going to have to move fast. So why wouldn't you just go, hey, Trinidad and Tobago, you've just done all this. Let's just upscale a little bit. Need some money? We've got $380 million of Victorian taxpayers' money as compensation. We can probably chip in a little bit there. I just don't know where they're at. Can't get my head around it. Big Ted, back with us, listening on the app. Regarding the Gundy dreamer, Greg, <laughs> I'm starting to believe that he couldn't find a jousting stick in a haystack. <laughs> with comebacks like, run at me, reptile. Jay's jokes in the morning have more punch. Oh, now we are getting nasty. We're getting down in the gutter here. This is heavy stuff. Right, let's take a pause, pay some bills, come back and regroup after this.